Team Buck, welcome to the Freedom Hut Thursday, March 3rd edition of the program. We have the Russians taking their first city in Ukraine, encircling many others, and making their way toward a siege of the capital city of Kiev. What does this look like in the days ahead? What's the U.S. doing about it? How's the Biden administration responding? We'll discuss. And then on COVID, they're already admitting this is going to be seasonal, which means we are not done. They are not done with us, and we have to continue to fight the battles about whether or not any of the stuff they made us do was actually worthwhile. And uh, there's some who are pointing out the damage to children, specifically from the masking policies, has made them completely outraged. And they're right. They're absolutely right. We'll discuss that coming up here in just a second. But if you haven't gotten some already, you got to check out the My Slippers from My Pillow. These My Slippers are amazing. They're so comfortable. They've got a three tier cushioning system made to wear both inside and outside the home. I'm wearing mine every morning. It's what I put on first thing. I drink my coffee, walk around my apartment, wearing my My Slippers. Men's, women's, there are some that are. Uh, slip-on. Others are more like a shoe. You go check out the style you want. You pick the size. They're incredible. Go check out also the full overstock sale at My Pillow right now. That includes deep discounts on select pillows, towels, sheets, and more for a limited time. Go to MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener specials. Check out this sale and 50% off the My Slippers. Remember, all My Pillow products come with a 60-day money-back guarantee. Enter promo code BUCK for these great radio specials. Again, that's MyPillow.com. Enter promo code BUCK. You'll get 50% off the My Slippers. Joe Biden is never going to be good at being president. So you can start with that. You can start with that assumption. Um, and he has no way of trying to convince people who are rational and evidence based that he's actually good at this job. So keep that in mind as well. But Joe Biden has really outdone himself. Um, in the last 24 hours, because you knew this was coming. There's all this moral outrage right now around the invasion of Ukraine, which is understandable because Russia is waging an aggressive war of conquest against a a country that had been peaceful and minding its own business. Uh, but then there's all this shutting down of dissent, punishing people that have nothing to do with it just because they are Russian. FIFA, the video game maker, for example, is taking all Russian teams off of the FIFA video game soccer uh, soccer game that they have. What is that doing? I mean, the, the soccer teams, Russian club teams, didn't do anything. They're, they're not responsible for this, but they're being taken off of FIFA's platform. People are saying seize the personal assets of Russian, not just oligarchs, but anybody who's very wealthy in Russian abroad with even the vaguest connection to the Russian government, prevent their children from going to school in the West. You're seeing this right now. There is a totalitarian impulse on dis on display. Given what we just saw in Canada, where Justin Trudeau invoked a state of emergency to shut down a peaceful protest, this is in our closest neighbor, the country most similar to the United States in the whole world. I think we should be very cautious about what we're seeing here. You know, uh, there's been shutdowns of using Google Pay so that the Russian uh, subway system would not be able to function as well. I mean, they're they're shutting off payment processors. This is not to necessarily Russian military or Russian government. This is anything Russian is now coming in for not just criticism, but punishment. That's that's a problem, folks. This is not a good idea. But you're seeing that the apparatus 
has decided this is a good versus evil battle. And even if they have to do evil in the name of combating it, they will. Or even if they have to go too far or have to do something that's pointless, this is our Freedom Fries moment. Remember that back in 2003? They're not French fries because of Jacques Chirac. We're going to call them Freedom Fries. People are dumping out their vodka down the drain if it's Russian vodka. What is that going to do? Absolutely nothing. This is absurd. But you can see that people have gotten used to mass mobilization and a totalitarian mindset in this country. The leftists who have been supporting Biden through the covid madness that we've seen, they aren't about to decide that they want to have nuanced discussions and allow for dissent. No, they prefer a world in which they can shut down anything they don't like and understand this. The same. This is classic. This is from Alinsky. This is actually in Rules for Radicals. Once you mobilize people around one issue and get them used to certain tactics on one issue, you can mobilize them toward another one, right? So once you get them organized and moving and active against climate change, then you can have it against racism or you can have it against voter suppression or you can have it against whatever, capitalism. That's how this works. Get people moving, get them aggravated, agitated, get them used to shouting slogans, well, you might be wondering, what is the, why is that a concern for us, though? Okay, fine. So there's been a, a lack of nuance and a strange reaction in some ways against all things Russian, as if everyone who speaks Russian or is from Russia is somehow part of the problem here. That, that's underway right now. Why should it worry us? Here's what Joe Biden said just yesterday, trying to just listen to this. Play clip Vladimir one. Putin was counting on being able to <clears throat> split up the United States. Look, how would you feel if you saw crowds storm and break down the doors of the British Parliament, kill five cops, injure 145, or the German Bundestag, or the Italian Parliament? I think you'd wonder. Ah, so January 6th, this is Joe Biden, you heard him. January 6th led to the invasion of Ukraine, don't you see? He even lied about five cops dying as a result of violence that day. One cop died of a stroke a day later, and then four others committed suicide. That is not a result of direct action violence from January 6th, but doesn't matter, just keeps, keeps lying about it. Even the Daily Mail reporting on it said he's lying. I mean, they, they didn't, the rioters did not kill five cops. But he's lying and you see why. Oh, so not only are Trump supporters threatening our democracy, they're threatening global democracy, Biden wants to say, is saying, is implying. They're threatening stability around the world. Ah, the Capitol rioters are a direct there's a direct line between the capital rioters and Putin's invasion of Ukraine don't you see Trump is responsible for everything this is peak Trump derangement syndrome this is completely insane they've gone from Trump's foreign policy led to the invasion under Biden's watch that's what they tried the first few days and people laughed at them for being idiots and then now they're saying oh well the January 6th insurrection was so destabilizing that Putin thought, well, now's a good time for me to invade Ukraine. I mean, you've got to be kidding me. But no, they're not kidding. 
They're entirely serious about this. It's insane. This is the kind of stuff that Joe Biden is saying right now. But you see, they have created a mindset here. The unvaccinated, the insurrectionists, threat to democracy. And then they want to turn around when their failed policies, their disastrous decision making, the ruination of people's lives and businesses because of their delusions, their childlike thinking about politics. That's what dominates the Democrat Party right now, a childlike thinking about political issues. Um, maybe we'll just make everything better if we just all deal with the climate change, or maybe we can just spread the money around to everybody and everybody will be rich, or maybe if we just don't enforce the law, the criminals will stop being criminals. Childlike thinking. But instead of looking at that with any seriousness, what do they do? Uh, we are the problem. The rational, the adult thinkers in our midst, those are the people that are the enemy, you see. After all the totalitarianism of Fauciism unleashed on us by the Democrats. And yes, I know Trump should have fired him, but people say then he would have, they would have you know, used that against Trump and the election coming up and everything, but it got so much worse under Biden. Mandates, remember, there were no mandates under Trump. There was also no vaccine, I understand that, but there were no mandates for uh, vaccines. That did not happen. That happened under on Biden's watch. Biden said he wouldn't do it. Trump would not have mandated vaccines. That would not have happened. In my view. But after all the things they did that were disastrous and destructive, instead of taking a step back and wondering maybe if they should change their approach, no, Biden would rather just say the invasion of Ukraine is the result of the insurrection on January 6th. That's how destabilizing it is. These people are pathetic, you see. The left is flailing like a child red-faced with rage, kicking and screaming and pounding the floor and spittle-flecked shouts all over the place because they've gotten their way on a number of things, and it's been disastrous. So they can't actually stop and think, maybe our ideas are dumb and lack an understanding of human nature, of history, don't actually use rational processes. No, they're not going to say that. They're going to say, you're the enemy, the insurrection. What does this have to do with Ukraine? It's your fault. Everything is your fault, don't you see? Every bad thing that's happening. You're a threat to democracy. You're an insurrectionist. And then they turn around when we win the argument on any specific issues and say, oh, hey, let's all just come together and be friends for a minute here. Hey, hold on a second. Okay, yeah, maybe we were wrong about the vaccine stopping the spread and we fired people from their jobs. We fired people from the military. We shut down businesses for months on end for no good reason. We make your kids mask up. We've ruined their development. We put them through psychological duress for two years. Maybe we did all that. Let's let's be friends for a second. You guys look a little mad. Let's be friends for a second. Oh, so they push. They push the tyranny as much as they can, as long as they can. And then when they actually feel real resistance, it's, hey, hey, hold on, hold on. Let's let's not get it. Let's not get too crazy here. This is the way the left does tyranny. They think they're benevolent autocrats, but they are definitely not that. And uh, we're seeing this. I I mean, Biden to compare Jan 6 to the invasion of Ukraine. These people, he is so shameless. He's always been so shameless. And everyone who has been a part of propagating this lie that Biden's a good guy, a solid guy, you can trust him should be ashamed of their stupidity or their lies, depending. We'll get into the uh, on-the-ground situation in Ukraine here in a moment. Here's what I'm just trying to tell everybody. 
the conventional wisdom among the analyst set right now, the foreign policy experts that Russia is not doing as well as they had anticipated with this invasion and they can't sustain this and the Ukrainians can win. And all. the the conventional wisdom that Russia is losing so far is wrong. It's wrong, in my view. Uh, and we need to be very serious when we look at the situation because it's when the, the public gets very emotional and is then surprised because things don't play out as they had been told they would, that rash decision-making on our part becomes a greater possibility. We'll get into that in a second. One of the smartest actions you can take to preserve the savi- uh, value of your savings account is to invest a portion of your savings in real gold. It's been proven to be the most consistent precious metal and commodity over time. In a year like the one we've had, with inflation figures showing a 7.5% increase in a year's time, and more of that coming our way, real gold is a form of protection. And buying real gold is made easy by the Oxford Gold Group. They also make it convenient and easy to take delivery of your purchase of real gold, too. Same kind of thing can happen with your IRA or 401k, real gold and silver, into your retirement accounts. The Oxford Gold Group will beat any competitor's price on gold, silver, platinum, and palladium. Call the Oxford Gold Group today to request your free Precious Metals Investment Guide by dialing pound 250 on your cell phone and say the keywords gold IRA. You'll receive your Precious Metals Investment Guide directly to your phone and get all your questions answered with one call to Oxford Gold. Simply dial right now from your cell phone, pound 250, say the keywords gold IRA. That's pound 250 and say the keywords gold IRA. Here we are with the Russian situation. Former U.S. ambassador in Ukraine, William Taylor, on the possibility of nuclear war. Listen to this one. Play clip two. You have to take seriously um, those kind of threats. However, um, I don't believe that either Mr. Lavrov or more importantly, there's only one decision maker, as we know, Mr. Putin. I don't believe Mr. Putin is suicidal. I don't believe he would commit suicide in this effort. Nuclear weapons uh, have have no place, no place in the world, certainly no place in this conflict. I don't believe that this is this is performance. This is what they're trying to rattle. They're trying to intimidate. It's what they've done all along is to intimidate President Zelensky or President Biden or the West. And so far they have failed. So far they have failed. We are standing up. The Ukrainians are standing up and they'll continue to do that. The Ukrainians will stand up. They'll continue to do that. Stirring words from Former U.S. Ambassador uh, Taylor here, but let's remind ourselves of something for a moment. The Russians are executing on the plan as we speak. They are they've already taken control of one city. uh, Kherson on the Black Sea, Mariupol on the Sea of Azov is almost taken. So we are in the cities under siege phase. They're still shelling Kharkiv and they are going to be encircling Kiev soon so what is the likelihood here that putin is going to stop almost zero i think what is the likelihood that these cities once they see the full scope of russian air power and artillery unleashed will be able to continue meaningfully fighting back if putin is putin is willing to have large-scale civilian casualties it's almost impossible for these cities to continue uh, with resistance, and you have to wonder at, at what point should they consider that fighting until the very end, depending on the violence leveled against them by Putin, fighting until the very end may not even be the choice that they should make. Uh, I, I think we have been 
led to believe in recent days that this was going to go very differently than it will. I think people have convinced themselves, the Ukrainians, because we we are rooting for them. They're the underdogs. They've been invaded. And, and I, I feel all of that, too. I understand all those sentiments. And I agree that Putin's aggressive invasion here is hideous. But we have to be very, very calculating, honest and and clear about what's really happening there, because our responses to all of this can make things a whole lot worse for us if they are wrong, if we get emotionally invested in things that are not uh, not true. You are going to see I've been telling everybody who will listen to this. You're going to see horrible things in the days and weeks ahead in terms of what's happening in Ukraine. You're going to see horrible things. Now, in the early days of this, it was, oh, the U.S. will not get militarily involved. The U.S. would never do that. We all understand why that's bad. When you see entire hospitals leveled with artillery, when you see bombs dropped on uh, senior citizens' homes, and when you see children being pulled out of rubble, you're, I just am trying to psychologically prepare you for those who are going to be following this conflict in the news. You're going to see terrible things. War is hell. What Putin is doing is evil, and there's going to be an emotional impulse. And there are people in power right now in this country who may decide that that emotional impulse is the opportunity, or perhaps they even think it's the right thing to do, for U.S. military to get involved. It was easy in the first couple of days to say no U.S. military involvement, which is what Biden has said so far. It is going to get harder. There will be people who say, we can't allow this. We have to go invoke uh, or, or institute a no-fly zone. So we need to be very uh, careful about this. And then on the the lack of seriousness of the people making decisions in this country right now, the Biden regime, here is Biden advisor Cedric Richmond on past the climate agenda. That'll lower energy prices. Play eight. Why not ramp up domestic production in the short term to kind of weather this storm? Well, I'll tell you this. I think that uh, many people may say that that is a solution, but we've put a solution on the table, and that is to pass legislation that will lower uh, Americans' everyday costs, lower their health care. If we pass our climate agenda, we would lower uh, energy prices for the average American family by $500 uh, a month. We can reduce the expenses that they're paying for child care, which on average is about $14,000 a year, and we would cap it at 7% of income. We would uh, limit the amount that uh, people would pay for prescription drugs. Insulin, for example, we'd cap at $35. Absurd. They just are climate activists in the government, basically. And so they won't do what's the obvious thing to do here, which is increase domestic energy produ- production. That's it. We don't need to hear about all this other stuff. It's not going to do a damn thing. Increase domestic energy production, but they won't do it. They won't do it because they have a childish understanding of global economics, and they are emotionally, it is a religious belief for them, this whole climate change thing. Come back to some thoughts on COVID uh, in a moment here. Tax season can be taxing on your identity because all your personal information is shared in one place. It's getting emailed, could be exposed to identity thieves. Tax forms can be one-stop shops for ID thieves, which means it can be dangerously easy to steal your identity. Protection against identity theft is easier with LifeLock by Norton. LifeLock by Norton helps monitor your info and alerts you to potential identity threats. And if you do become a victim, a dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it during tax season and beyond. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses. 
but you can make sure your identity theft protection starts here. Join LifeLock today and save up to 25% off your first year by going to LifeLock.com slash buck. That's LifeLock.com slash buck for 25% off. LifeLock.com slash buck. HHS Secretary Becerra says COVID is going to be seasonal. Play this one quickly, please. Nine. There are some real clear patterns, Chuck. Uh, You're not vaccinated. You're more likely to, way more likely to end up in a hospital, way more likely to die. Uh, Winter, just like with the flu, you're going to see more cases because it's a virus and it, it proliferates more. During cold seasons, when we tend to huddle together in in spots that aren't as ventilated, so the patterns are there. That's why we can know how to treat this, how to move forward, because the patterns are there. And now, as I said, we got a toolbox and a medicine cabinet that are far more equipped. It's seasonal. It's going to be here forever, which means they think the restrictions that they implemented that did not do a damn thing to stop the spread are going to be here forever until we make them admit you got they were wrong. They were wrong. Masks do not work. Vaccine mandates do not stop the spread. They were wrong, wrong, wrong. We cannot just say, oh, okay, it's fine now. We have to continue this fight, and I'll continue to do it here on this show and hold them accountable for all the destruction they hath wrought. All right, that's going to be it for today. I'm in Houston. Hope I get to see some of you listening tomorrow at our Houston Fest event here in the great city of Houston. And until then, shields high.